Hey, did you guys get that letter I sent over? Uh, no, I didn't get a letter. Matt, did you get one? Who sends letters these days? Well, okay, I'm not sending it to you guys. I was getting you guys to proofread it. Um, since I guess you didn't get it, I'll just get you to proofread it right now, okay? It's Dearest Mike McDaniel. Oh, no. You're so cool. I hope we can meet sometime. I like X's and O's, too. Maybe we can play catch. What do you guys think? Yeah, pretty sure that's a it's always sunny episode. Pretty sure that's a line by line uh steal of a always sunny episode. No, what are you talking about? Nobody watches that show, right? Uh, it's not it, it hadn't been on for twenty years or anything, has it? Uh I think it's been exactly twenty years. Yeah, it's been on a while. Well, back to the drawing board, boys. Maybe this time maybe this time we won't get cut off by our uh, equipment. Maybe. Has this show really been on for 20 years? It's not quite. Yeah, it's, it's like, like 15, it's I think. Like 15. Yeah, I was in high school, yeah. 15. I tried to watch a couple episodes. It's funny, but those are really terrible people. <laughs> that's, well, it's an, it's an anti-sitcom, so that's yeah. all I – that's the that's the best I have for a cold open, so we probably don't even have to have one this episode. <laughs> The following message is brought to you by Faulty Spark Plugs. Faulties, we are that smell. Hello, everyone, and welcome to one of the most important uh, pieces of the message pitch schedule, the Super Bowl preview show that we do every year. Uh, I'm Drew. I'm Will, and I'm walking on sunshine this week. And I'm Matt. Uh, I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, I, I think I – think we do, and, and we'll get into it in just a second. But uh, this is kind of the pivotal point. This is one of our, uh, uh, obviously, our biggest episodes. But this is kind of where we uh, uh, really culminate our season that ramps up with college football and goes all the way through the winter months to the to the Super What Will's referencing, Matt, is the fact that the Miami Dolphins, uh, after all the saga of Brian Flores being fired, uh, him subsequently suing teams, uh, the Dolphins looking for a head coach. They found their guy, hopefully, uh, in the uh, offensive mastermind, supposedly, Mike McDaniel of the San Francisco 49ers. Gotcha. So you like the hire, I tell as, you. I do, but as elated as I am about that, I actually wasn't even referring to that in the open. Uh, I was referring to the fact that Gentlemen, for the first time in my entire life of watching the NFL, we're Tom Brady free. You know, he's he's like a good play action. You think it's going to be one way, and then boom, misdirection a whole other way. All right, I, I saw I was seeing somewhere that he could go to the 49ers if uh, he ever comes back. Oh my gosh, that would be hilarious. So I, I think before we do anything else, we need to stop and. And and will as as the resident um, borderline, uh, I don't want to say delusional, but the guy who ebbs and flows with the Dolphins. Um, how do you feel about the new hire? Will messed up again. I assume you want my honest opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, I just want okay. you want to be able to hear you truthfully. Wilson, can you hear me now? I can now. Yes. Yeah. If you hear a very loud crash in a minute, it's me throwing this thing against the wall. But um, no, honest opinion. I love it. Um, You know, McDaniel's a guy who's been in the NFL for almost his entire adult life now. I think he's been in some form on a coaching staff for 15 years. Mm -hmm. Um, and this isn't a knock on Flores, but you you know when a tenure ends the way it did, you kind of need a guy who's the exact opposite of what you had. And I don't, Drew, I don't. I sent you some clips today, but from that press conference, he's up there joking with the media. He's up there answering questions. You know, it's not just a, a kind of a, a systematic Belichick answer. You know, it's it's actually like, hey, here's what we're gonna do. There's some honesty. It's already putting together a nice staff. Wes Welker's coming home, baby. He's the new receivers coach. Interesting. Uh, um, 
They got a couple of interviews lined up for the offensive coordinator. McDaniel is going to call plays. Um, okay. I sent you. I sent you the soundbite today, but they asked. Uh, they asked him about Tua, and he's he. First off, and I think I said this to you, Drew. Whether Tua is the guy or not, long term, whether he's the franchise piece, uh, the first thing McDaniel did was get on the phone with him and talk about how excited he was to work with him, which I honestly don't think anybody's done that since he came out of college. Well, that's because uh, nobody was excited to work with him uh, previously. And made no effort to, to hide it. But uh, they asked him, they're like, you know, what's, uh, what are some things you hope to improve? And he's like, well, we're going to – I don't remember the exact quote, but it's it's the fact with, if, with my offense, if he doesn't have enough time to throw the ball, then that means somebody's not blocking. And I've been watching film around here to know that or something like – basically saying what we all knew, that last year's offensive line was terrible. Yes, um, very bad. The rumor is, too, they're bringing in Vic Fangio to be the defensive coordinator, who, mm-hmm. while he maybe wasn't the greatest coach for the Broncos, the, the man put together some stellar defenses in his time, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, but I mean, no. I like it. If, if that's I, true, I, I, that's I, a, I like it a lot. Yeah, if that's true, that's a, that's a home run. Yeah. And no. just, I mean, just the, the, the way going about it today, like, I mean, it's – McDaniel is a guy who – um, just he he had two interviews and they both they lasted a combined like eleven hours. Oh, he had a ten hour second interview and the first interview through Zoom almost lasted an hour. And he basically laid everything out like here's how I fix your offense. He's like the pieces are there. Yeah, you know. Um, and it's rumored now too that there's like Teron Armstead who's going to be a free agent, offensive tackle, offensive lineman wants to go play in Miami. Um, you know they're they're looking to get a lot of guys. Yeah. And the, I mean, if they can get in, in you know, um, I don't know how true it is, but we've all seen the reports that Calvin Ridley wants out. He wants to get Miami and Philadelphia are his two priority destinations. And the Giants are trying to move on from Saquon. So you get get a couple of weapons down there and try to try to get the run game. And, and yeah, pe- people seem to be excited about it in Miami. So I, I'm optimistic, you know. Right. So well, and, you know, we don't want to spend the, the whole time talking about that. But that, you know, I again, somebody who's, Watched that franchise a long time. I'm, I'm withholding. I'm watching with, is, uh, you know, it's. I feel like so often that that franchise has been like, this is our guy, and then five years later they're like, this is our guy, you know. So, hopefully McDaniel turns out to be the next Sean McVay, um, which is interesting to me. Will, yeah, fun, <laughs> funny enough that you say that because. <laughs> And I've seen people say, well, everybody said this about Adam Gase and uh, Joe Philbin. And, I mean, this – Sean McVay gave, like, a glowing – say, yeah. like, he gave a glowing review and even said, like, I want him out of my division. <laughs> that's yeah. how good he is. Well, that's – you know, hope, hopefully that, that stands to, to be the case. Um, the other thing I was – oh, Will, uh, last, lastly and, and shortly uh, – what are you going to do now that Tom Brady is retired? Who are you going to incessantly uh, hate on now that he's gone? You know, I really don't know. Um, and like, and I'm actually, you know, for, for people listening, we're going to do a little bit of the Willies, the awards tonight. And I'm going to briefly touch on that. Um, I'm shifting towards a player that I don't really have any problems with, but the media is forcing down our throats to the point that it's like, come on now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll, 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 I'll touch on that later, but I do want to, while we're talking about Brady retiring, uh, our boy, our boy Gronk, right? He's like, mm-hmm. I'm never going to play with another quarterback. That's not Tom Brady. And then did you see what he put in the news like two days ago? I did not. I said about Brady, but, uh, that young cat, Joe Burrow, which, which, by the way, Burrow been fantastic this year's playing for a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But I was like, Gronk, Gronk knows exactly what he's doing. <laughs> I'm a free agent. This team's playing in the Super Bowl. They got a hot shot quarterback. I'm going to go there. Kudos, Gronk. I don't blame you. I mean, you know, um, I, 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 he's still got a couple of good years left. And what's so crazy about Brady? And Matt, you could probably make make a really good case for this. Is the dude's retiring at forty four years old, and he arguably still has two or three good years left. No, he led the league in passing. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like I he's was. Oh, by the way, poorly with, with the NFL awards tonight as we're recording. You know they're going to since it's his farewell season. They're probably going to give that MVP to Brady. Yeah, probably. Um, 
But I was talking to some buddies of mine at work, and one of them has like a, a Madden league he's in, where it's like the year is like twenty thirty two. It's like ten years in the future, and I said Brady just retired in the game. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> in Madden? Yeah, at like fifty two. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he could if anybody could do it. I thought Brett Favre could. But I think his body eventually said, mm, I'm out. And he was getting beaten by the end of his career. Yes. Brett Favre had too many beers and tacos to be playing until he was. <laughs> Brady was smart enough to get rid of the ball. So he was able to yeah. avoid the and, big hits. And yes, and not consist on beers and tacos. Cauliflower um, tacos, probably. Cauliflower tacos. What's well, like the, uh, what's that uh, gridiron? Gridiron Heights. There's, they shed the best of Brady clips, and one of them's like, he wakes up and goes, oh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I had three too many almonds last night. It, you know, like he had just woken from a <laughs> drunken stupor. So, I, I th- we'll never see another player like that. I mean, he really, I feel like, transcended a lot in that game. And he, he may – he definitely makes a case for, um, for greatest of all time, if not – Outright greatest of all time. Yeah. And I, now the wheel's triggered. We're gonna. <laughs> no. Uh, all right. So. So we. Said he, go he ahead. Said he everything. I said, yeah, like the rules. No, there I'm it kidding. is. Yep. Get, get it in while you can. Yep. While it's still fresh. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Uh, okay. So this is on Brady. I'm gonna talk about later. Don't worry. What? This is on Brady. I'm going to talk about later. Don't worry. I knew we shouldn't have given him his own segment. Okay, so so shifting gears, let's talk about the season wrap up, um, and in our predictions. I don't think any of us got the teams in the Super Bowl right completely. Very I think close. Matt and I got the Rams right. Uh, uh, I, I think I did too, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh who'd you say, Rams and Chiefs? I believe I did. I either said Packers and Chiefs, but I think I changed it to Rams and Chiefs right before, like we finalized it. Because I, like I said, I just don't trust the Packers. And lo and behold, exactly. So, so it's Rams and Bengals, which, if I remember correctly, sitting in that first episode, the NFL preview, and I was like, guys, I I got a feeling about the Bengals. I do, and Will uh, proceeded to. Uh, throw up all over that and told me I was insane and had no clue what I was talking about. The Bengals are the Bengals. They suck. I believe I said, is Zach Taylor still the head coach? And you said, yes. And I said, exactly. Which again, I think they're being very successful in spite of him. Hey man, he led him to a Super Bowl. There's a lot of coaches that can't say that. Namely, Here's here's the stat that blew my mind, and and I thought I didn't see this on Twitter. I thought of it myself. I don't remember if I was like drifting off to sleep or something like that. But in 31 years, so so in, in okay, the last we'll say the last 35 years, the Cincinnati Bengals went 31 years without a playoff win. And they still have been to double the Super Bowls the Miami Dolphins have since their last one. Mm. Yeah, I'm sorry that that tied into our last segment. But where did the Bengals come from? But you got to look at what they have to start on offense. Yeah, I mean, look at that receiving core. Other oh, yeah. people like we talk about Dallas and. They like to talk about Dallas and Tampa Bay's receiving corps, what they had. But look, you quietly, you got what? Tyler Boyd at number three is your number three receiver. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and obviously, Jamar Chase is quite possibly between him and Justin Jefferson, two of the youngest, best up and coming receivers. So, yeah. They had a, and you have a Zuma at tight end. I mean, that offensive line is, it needs some work. But overall, on offense, that's a, that's a pretty young and talented offense. They're they're really impressive too. I mean, really impressive. Pump, pump the what? Like, let's not act like the Browns self destructed. The Ravens had a JV squad at the end of the year. And oh. the Steelers weren't five hundred. Sure, years old. sure. But any team that goes into Arrowhead and uh, wins the way they did, 
and survived <laughs> the way they did. I, they got they can play. Don't yeah, don't discredit real. them. I'm not discrediting them. I'm just saying, like, I think we need to put things in perspective. I think it could be completely di- – just with how that division is, Oh yeah, this, this same Bengals team could be third in the division next year, you know? But that's there's, next year. There's we'll no guarantee the Rams team. make it next year with that division. Yeah. No, but I think that's interesting, though, Will. You said putting it in perspective. Well, let's flip that over and put it in perspective. They have, a Swiss, they have Swiss cheese for an offensive line. They've got a quarterback who's coming off a horrific knee injury. They have a eh, – defense i mean it's pretty impressive to see what they've been able to do i mean justin tucker right now what's that i said they have the best kicker in the nfl not named justin tucker right now he is pretty great yeah a a kicker whose swagger matches their quarterback when do you see that (laughs) yes a kicker who joe burrow deserves mvp love and jamar chase is probably the rookie of the year but a kicker who right now has more points scored than the entire Bengals offense. Like, that's how in the zone he's been. Well, I think his, that's jer- a, that's impressive. his jersey sold out online, I saw. I'm sure there, I'm sure the safety stock on this jersey wasn't that much, but still. Uh, when you talk about a kicker selling out jerseys, you're doing something right. <laughs> well, I don't know. They're just a cool team, and I hate that it's them and the Rams. I was really hoping for the 49ers because we would get Bengals 49ers part three, you know. Um See, it's good and bad because yeah. these are these are two teams that they have two likable guys. Yeah. But usually, I like a Super Bowl where like I have a clear yes. team I don't want to win, and I have a team that I really want to win. Yeah. Like this one, I'm like I can I can live with either. <laughs> yeah. It's nice in a way, but it also kind of takes Very, away it, from the game too. It's, yeah. it's funny you said that about the 49ers because this is the first Super Bowl in like 20 years that doesn't have a Manning, Big Ben. Pay, uh, Brady or the 49ers. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, – wow, that is crazy. I didn't realize Evan McPherson was from Fort Payne, Alabama. Yeah, I saw, I saw where they, would, like, have his picture on – like, they have banners on, on the streets with his face on it and everything. I did not know that. And he went yeah. to – his brother's committed to Auburn. His brother's got like a state record for distance on a field goal. It's like wow. seventy yards or something. Auburn Lokes, they're kickers. And they yeah, they usually have good ones. Um so so Bengals came out of nowhere. The Chiefs, man, they really I mean, they just choked. There's no other way around it. I mean, that's Andy Reid is one of the greatest coaches, but he's that is an Andy Reid loss. Yeah, a game they should have won at home that they managed to let slip away. I think that's called being too aggressive. And if they kick a field goal at the end of half instead of trying to go for that touchdown and not get it, that, yeah. they win the game. I mean, that, that was the difference in the game. I think I don't remember if, if Kelsey was here watching it with me, but I remember watching that and saying out loud, "The Bengals are going to come back and win this game." I mean, you just don't do that. That was just a dumb, dumb decision. It was, and you're right, the turning point hard. in the game. Yes, yes. Um, just like, um, I mean, I really thought the Buccaneers were going to come back on the Rams. It really was looking like it, wasn't it? Yeah. So, obviously, you know, we talked about the Bengals, where they came from, the Chiefs being a disappointment. Is there is there a team that really that surprised you, both in terms of how well they did and a team that surprised you and how poorly they did? You take, uh, like you, you take a team like the the Raiders who yeah. had all that turmoil during the year and could have they were like three and four, and then finished the year with a winning not only a winning record but made it to the playoffs. And whether you know, we all know about that touchdown that did count shouldn't count you can go back and forth all day long, but made it a game against the AFC champs. So without their head coach, you know, with an interim yeah. head coach. So, yeah, they did. And yeah. I'm, I'm surprised their interim coach didn't get a more looks. So I think he's he went to Green Bay to be their special teams coach, which is almost like a head coaching job because that unit is awful. But yes, um, yeah, I, I agree. That's probably the biggest surprise team was how well Oakland played this year. Yeah, sorry, it, Las Vegas. I still haven't gotten used to that. Give it time. I think they'll be back in Oakland. 
<laughs> I don't think they're leaving Vegas anytime soon. They, they need to do like the Rays did a few years ago, and if you call them the Devil Rays, they, you have to pay a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, I I don't know. I mean, obviously, will not. I think. Be... Go well, ahead. I think, a, I think a team that disappointed, even though they made the playoffs, like the Cardinals. Oh yeah, uh, the way they finished their season, and now, and now it seems like. Uh, Kyler Murray's not happy, but yeah. I, I just don't understand how you couldn't be happy with. I mean, there was weapons all around him. Like, what? What is there? What is so you know wrong with your situation right now? Well, I mean, it could be. Again, I hate to keep referencing them, but the Dolphins. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but I mean, it's true. You don't I, see everything. I don't know. I mean, I feel like Arizona, the Cardinals, would be a good franchise to play for other than the fact of not having a history of winning, you know? Yeah. Bidwell is what he is. When they had Bruce Arians, I mean, and it, Carson Palmer and Fitzgerald, it, it just seemed to click. And, they, you know, they, they've got a good setup right now. It's just not working for some reason. Sure. Um, Will, what was the team that surprised you the most? We all know here I was very high on the Dolphins in the offseason, and then by week four I was ready for them to just fire everybody. Um, the Bengals, I honestly thought the Bengals would be one and done, if not two and done. Um, a team that didn't surprise – well, a player that didn't surprise me, Ryan Tannehill. I, I mean, <laughs> you know, like, I, I mean, it's the same – I mean, I watched him in Miami for years and how he played against that game against Cincinnati – that's right. I mean, I'm not trying to knock the guy, but he he's he'll, he'll get you to the dance, but he won't he's, be a prom king. You know, he's in I'm the Kurt, Kurt Cousins mold. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I look. I still think the Vikings get what they deserve. They had something good. Now, Case Keenum, I know, is not an All Star, and he's not going to go to a Pro Bowl. But he was working, and that team was working together, and the Vikings just completely Vikings and dumped him for freaking Kirk Cousins. Smashed by the Eagles with the backup quarterback. Who? It was the year the Vikings got absolutely smashed by the Eagles in the NFC Championship. But they made it to the NFC Championship. Wilson? You know, I said that's true. <laughs> you just, I don't think you heard me. I said that's no, true. No, you're, you're fading in and out. That's true. Like the Vikings said this season. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. As far as, like, good surprises, obviously. The, uh, uh, what? Oh, keep going. I, I think you were cutting out, too. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I just heard some crunching. Um, oh, no, I'm saying as far as teams that were surprising, like, in a good way, obviously the Bengals and the Rams – um, I'm going to be honest with you. They didn't have the best record, but the Lions came on there at the end. Uh, I thought that they, you know, to knock around Green Bay like they do was good. The Titans were a real surprise, but I think I think it's kind of hard to argue against how good uh, the Bengals became at the end of the year. Um, and I think in terms of disappointment, I don't know why this is a surprise at this point, but Green Bay, yet again, Green Bay. I mean, I just – I don't know. Yeah, you have two first ballot Hall of Fame quarterbacks for the better part of thirty years, and you can manage two Super Bowls. I mean, and I saw a stat that um, that Aaron Rodgers and Rex Grossman have the same amount of NFC championships. That's sobering. Well, it's fine too with Rodgers. I mean, Brady went there last year and beat him. That's a for, that's a forgivable loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he's also lost to – I believe he's lost to Eli Manning there. And then now he's lost to Jimmy Garoppolo at home. I, I don't know if those are – those are a little less forgivable for me, even though Eli Manning's won two Super Bowls. Hold uh, on. I mean, I mean, there's losing to Eli Manning and then there's mm-hmm. losing to play, playoff Eli, okay? <laughs> I mean, fair, fair. But. I mean, if we're, if we're using that criteria, then we got to take at least three of Brady's rings away for two losses to playoff Eli, you know? Well – most clutch quarterbacks in NFL history. Don't at me. Who is? Eli Manning is what he's saying. Oh, yeah, in the playoffs. 
Um, but but if you're one of the considered one of the greatest to ever play, you can't lose Eli Manning at home. No, uh, no. I mean, Rodgers, I think, really had the potential to be the closest thing we've ever seen to Montana. Oh, I agree. And he just – I think he won that first Super Bowl. And if you read that ESPN in-depth profile on him, he just got lost. And I think he achieved the mountaintop and was like, what else is there? And he's just been searching for himself ever since. Um, okay, so we talked about surprises. We talked about um, – Matt, what was the the one thing from this season that that I guess has really stuck out to you? Like, what what is the storyline that you're like, mm, did not see this coming? But yeah, that, that's the big one. Uh, that's well, pretty tough. I think it's the, I think what we're seeing is the new generation of quarterbacks. Yeah, that are coming up. I mean that that Josh Allen Patrick Mahomes playoff game was that was one of the most entertaining football games I've ever watched. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, and then you've got Herbert coming up. You've got uh, Joe Burrow's kind of come on this season. Uh, yeah. And then you, I mean, even even how Kyler Murray played this year, he still was overall pretty good. I mean, there and Lamar Jackson, I left him out. So I mean, there's, I think there's the quarterback position right now where we're seeing is there's a lot more upper tier quarterbacks coming into this league, yeah. uh, which I think is great for the game it's not like we're not seeing manning braiding manning and braiding you know um anymore it's there's a lot more talent out there absolutely absolutely i think that's a really good point i think to that point too it's really interesting to see like young coaches really starting to come to the floor. absolutely i mean you know McDaniel, obviously Miami, but the Super Bowl is Zach Taylor, who a lot of people, including one of our hosts on the show, were not uh, sold on when they hired him. They, you know, who who is Zach Taylor? But he and Sean McVay, who is kind of the old guard of he was the a guy who used the same bathroom as Sean McVay. No, that's what. <laughs> uh, but Sean McVay, who's kind of the old guard of the new young coaches, he'll only like thirty four years old. You know what's crazy? What's that? Sean McVay won uh, the whatever I think Georgia State Player of the Year mm-hmm. yeah. over, over over Calvin Johnson. Mm-hmm. Wow, which is yeah crazy to think about. Based, yeah, yes, no, just no disrespect to McVay, but no, <laughs> Calvin yeah. Johnson is a completely Mega different Sean. athlete. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just think that that new guard of coaches is is really really interesting. What about you, Will? Biggest like takeaway this year for me is like I finally sat down. Y'all can hear me, right? Yeah, yeah. you, okay. you fed out, but we can hear you. You're going uh, strong. I think the the biggest takeaway for me, and it finally hit me the other day, is like we, you know, I, I'm somebody who really got in the NFL probably about ten years old since so 2005, 2006. All those guys are gone now. Manning. Both Mannings, Big Ben's done. Brady is done, which sounds surreal to say. Philip Rivers is done. Drew Brees is done. Like just those guys are all gone now. Like it's like it, you know, it's like what Matt was saying. It's like the new breed. Well, it's like, kind of like when Elway and Marino and Kelly and and all those guys were wrapping up in the late nineties, early two thousands. I mean, we we've we've been spoiled with riches in terms of quarterback talent for a long time now and and now it looks like we're going to get it even more so okay well i think that wraps up the the our our first segment uh we'll jump uh to a quick commercial break and hear from our wonderful sponsors get out there and support them uh we'll come back and then will uh will give us his willie awards and uh you don't want to miss that so you're listening to the message pitch we'll be right back after this Were you injured in an auto accident? No? Even better. We here at Dewey, Cheatham, and Al will make sure you get your money, regardless of the truth. Hey guys, Drew from the Message Pitch here, reminding you for your next tire purchase, check out Maypop Tires. 
Maypop Tires are an independently owned company voted 17th most reliable by the Southwestern Arizona Oceanfront Property Managers Home Weekly Journal. Maypop Tires, with their still flat technology, are the number one choice of old red wagons and trucks going too slow in the right lane everywhere. Maypop Tires, we'll get you there eventually. All right, welcome back. Uh, we'll just jump right into it. This is uh, our annual <coughs> awards for the NFL. Uh, they're the Willies, named after uh, Will. Uh, these are his awards that he's come up with. We don't know what he's going to do. Uh, we have no idea what he's uh, got planned. And, and uh, if you have any issues, we'll give you his email address at the end of the program. All right, Will. Uh, Who's ready to get canceled? Nah, I'm just kidding. Um, all right, so the way we're going to do this, for those of you who are new, you know, the NFL awards are tonight. I'm going to give you my pick for the MVP, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Player of the Year on Offense and Defense, and then we're going to get into the willies, the, the fun part. So first up, we'll go with the big one, MVP. Um, the candidates here are Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Wait, Jonathan Taylor. You pick yes. who you think's going to win? And then giving the willies out? No, no, no. Yeah, these are these are the same category. But here's who I would give my. The, these are the Will's willies. choice. Will's oh, yeah, choice. Yes, yeah. yes. The Will's uh, choice awards. Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. The willies. Um, so, like I said, MVP. You got Brady, Rogers, Jonathan Taylor, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes. Now, keep in mind, unlike the NFL with these awards, I also factor in postseason run. Uh, who the who who the NFL will give this award to? Probably Rodgers or Brady. But you know what? You dropped out again. So we call it cliffhanger. Yeah. Will you dropped out again? I'm gonna take this one for him. We know it's Tom Brady. Yeah, it's gonna be Tom. His favorite, his idol. Yeah. The guy he secretly has a jersey of, Thomas Brady. Yeah. Can you, can you hear me now? Yes. Oh, there he is. Okay. Okay. Now I can hear everything you're saying. You know what, boys? You know what I'm going to do here? Well, it's not Tom Brady. The Willies MVP, Joe Burrow. Oh. What? Did not see that one coming. Did not. The man, the, the man took the Bengals to the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's a fair argument. Yeah. I can see. I really, honestly, like, I really don't have a problem with Burrow. I really don't have a problem with Cincinnati that much. I just think it's really fun to – mess with him on the show, especially give Drew a hard time because he's pulling for him. Uh, but I'm next up good with either team. I I like I think the Bengals have I, I honestly I'm cool with either team winning, but I, I want to see Stafford win a ring. Yeah. I really do. Um so next up we got the Willies for offensive rookie of the year. The nominees are Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Mac Jones, uh Elijah Mitchell slash Najee Harris. I'll put so some throw some running backs in there and Kyle Pitts. And since I picked Joe Burrow to win my MVP, as much as probably Jamar Chase should win this one, I'm pulling a 180. Jamar Chase did not break the NFL record for receptions by a rookie, so I'm taking Jalen Waddle. By The thing that worked against Jamar Chase in this one is, as Matt mentioned earlier, they still have uh, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and C.J. Uzama, whereas the Dolphins had Jalen Waddle, Mike Gesicki. So, you know what? Bigger factor there. Defensive Rookie of the Year, Pat Sertan, Javon Holland, uh, Micah Parsons. If I really wanted to be biased here, I would have picked Javon Holland, but I'm going to go with Micah Parsons. Okay. Easy enough. No, I think that's unanimous. Yeah, offensive, offensive Player of the Year. I did not put Burrow on this just because I wanted to make sure everybody was represented here. Tom Brady, Jonathan Taylor, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. We're going with Cooper Cup. I like it. Yeah. I my defensive player of the year, I gave it to Trevon Diggs. Why not? Um, I'm sure somebody else could have got it, but I kind of forgot who else had a great season. Um, did you guys see that stat? With Did you guys see that stat where they're like, Trevon Diggs has never dropped an interception? And somebody was like, yeah, because <laughs> – it wouldn't be an interception if it was dropped. <laughs> no one in the history of the NFL has dropped an <laughs> yeah. interception. Yeah. yeah. So, so those are the basic awards. Uh, I fully expect, like I said, the NFL to have Rodgers or Brady win MVP. Jamar Chase will win Rookie of the Year. Parsons will win Rookie of the Year on defense. Uh, and the rest are debatable. But now we get to the fun part of the wheelies. We have 
15 willies to give out tonight. Uh, first up, mm. the Willie Award for most overrated. Oh, no. Do I think this person is overrated? I think he's very talented. I think he's great. Probably be on the cover of Madden one day. I promise I'm finding like a sinus problem right now. I'm not getting emotional and choking up. Um, but and, and I like the kid. I think he's great. I think he's very talented. But the media is forcing him down the throat so much, and he has not taken his team to a playoff game yet. Uh, Justin Herbert. Oh. Justin Herbert. Uh, no, funny enough, Chua actually has a better record as an NFL starter than Justin Herbert with much less, ta- much less talent on his team. Mm. Mm. So, many Justin Herbert – like I said, I, I like Justin Herbert. At one point in time, I had it on record in a text to both of you guys. I think I said I would take Herbert over Burrow and Tua in that draft. Um, well, you know, and so my most underrated, partly because he might be my favorite player in the NFL right now, Mr. Derek Carr. Sid from Toy Story himself. Mm, that is interesting. I did not think about that. So that's your most underrated. Yes, dude should have gotten some MVP love this year with what he what he did, and his press conferences are always a joy to listen to. All right, boys, moving on to the fun willies. You ready? First up, the Willie for the Sean Payton Clock Management Award. Oh no! Goes, goes to the Dallas Cowboys quarterback draw <laughs> with the game on the line. Oh, kicking a team while they're down. Well. I, I'm pretty sure that's why Kellen Moore didn't get a head coaching job this year, honestly. The next up, which also feels really weird, I call it the GOI Award, which stands for Get Over Yourself. This award goes to the New England Patriots fan base for getting upset about Tom Brady's retirement and not mentioning him. Wow. Bringing some heat. Like I said, I was on Brady's side on that one. Basically, you're you're – chief of football, Belichick ran him out of town because he wouldn't give him the weapons. This was a guy who was in New England for, what, 20 years? Could, yep. took, count, took countless pay cuts to try to make the team better and win there, and then you, you don't help him out at, towards the end and meet any of his needs. And then even – they just weren't patient enough. He even came out later with their own apology. But they were all too busy getting butt hurt that he didn't mention them in the first place. Yeah, I, I tend to side with uh... – with Brady on that one for sure. If you guys have any input, feel free to jump in. The next up, we have the All right, I'm going to head out award. That goes to Antonio Brown and the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who don't know, this man decided he was done with the Bucks, left in the middle of the game. This also was almost called the Vontae Davis Award. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to head yeah. All right, yeah, AB. Uh, AB said he was done and, and left it there. Next up, you guys know th- this award is called the Relationship Meme Award. Oh, no. where, you, know, you know, it's like the guy and his girlfriend walking down the street and then he sees that other girl. Yeah. Okay. So the, put that image in your head. And this one goes to Lovey Smith, Brian Flores, and the text. <laughs> uh, more, 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 more specifically, more specifically, for the, again, for those of you who don't know, Brian Flores, it was like the candidates were Josh McCown and Brian Flores for the head coaching job of the Texans. And then last minute, Lovey Smith comes in. Does it have something to do with that lawsuit? Maybe so. But more importantly, I have this going to Lovey Smith and the Texans here because Lovey Smith was the defensive coordinator under David Culley, who they fired after one year. <laughs> Look, I, I like Lovey Smith. I think that's a really good hire on their part. I mean, I do too, but to be honest with you, like, this isn't even an exaggeration. Honestly, I think David Culley should have gotten some Coach of the Year mentions here because he he the Texans won twice as many games as they were supposed to. They were supposed to win two games at best, and he won them four. That was a no-win situation, yeah. Um, I don't know what more he could have done. And then just to promote Lovey Smith. Like, I, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on there. Uh but you award as in everyone but you knew this was a terrible idea and this one actually goes to uh shad Khan, the owner of the jacksonville jaguars for hiring urban meyer um again pretty sure that's guy that guy's the only one who didn't think this was going to end the way it ended called the brian kelly bump and grind award too um 
Next up, we have the Joker Award, as in the scene in The Dark Knight where the Joker just talking, burns the money and talks about how he wants chaos in the world. Goes to Bill Belichick and his texting habits. (laughs) (laughs) Congrats, Brian. Thanks. I I effed up. Man. Next up, we we have the uh, the cough drop award, aka the Dennis Green. They are who we thought they were. Award that goes to the Green Bay Packers. Um, cough drop award because once again, they choked. Um, the next up, we have the twenty twenty three number one pick award, and that goes to the Houston Texans. Uh, <laughs> Go on. I just I looking at it now, I think the Texans are still there there's a huge quarterback situation still. Um there's not a clear cut quarterback in the draft worth taking with a top five pick. So I mean I think I think they're still gonna just kinda be like how they I see all the other teams improving at least a little bit, except them by default. Um I will say though, like again trading all, a bunch of assets for Deshaun Watson is because this Texans team won just as many games this year without him that they did with him. Um, just throwing that out there. Next up, we have the Ghost Pepper Hot Take Award. Ghost Peppers are very hot. This is an extremely hot take. Uh, and this is mine, first one of the year. This is for next year. I am predicting that I believe for the first time in history in the NFL draft, we will have a pair of teammates go number one and number two overall. I'm sorry. You, you, you had an award called – the hot take award and you didn't award it to yourself. Um, but like I said, this is the ghost pepper hot take award because it's extremely hot. And I have Bryce Young and Will Anderson going one and two next year in no particular order. One will go one, one will go two. I guess in this mm. case, if I have, if I have the Texans picking number one, they're probably going to need a quarterback. I'll go. They'll take Bryce Young. And then listen, listen here win the Super Bowl. Wait, trade. wait that, that faded out. What did you say? I, uh, but, but you, what was the last thing you heard? So-and-so, we didn't hear we win the Super Bowl. If I'm the Rams, I win the Super Bowl. I trade somebody on my team, right, for a first-round pick. I get the number two pick next year in the draft. Or I just tank next year. I take the year off, let my players rest up. You get the number two pick. Get Will Anderson on your defense to go with Von Miller, Aaron Donald, and Leonard Floyd. Chris, that defensive line would be scary. I'm just kidding. The Rams aren't going to do that. I don't think the Rams uh, have any first-round picks for like the next ten years. Yeah, but you know, you know, they don't have any first-round picks. But I believe I read somewhere where they they have accumulated the most picks in the draft with like second, third, and later round picks. Um. We have the prestigious Will's Vindication Award, where I get to talk finally about how I was right and everybody was wrong. And that goes to Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans. Because like I mentioned earlier, I like Tannehill. I like him just fine, but he's only going to get you to a certain point. Uh, As we saw. Yes. Following that up, we have the less prestigious Will Was Wrong, Way Wrong Award, uh, where I go back and look at one of my hot takes that did not pan out. And even though Drew did point out what I said about the Bengals earlier in the year, I think I had a hot take that was even worse, boys. You ready for this? Yeah, go for it. I believe I said in our preseason prediction show um, some very variation of the words, hey, guys, I think Zach Wilson could be a sleeper for rookie of the year this year. Watch out. Yes, you did. Um, and to be fair – in that Patriots game week two, he was the best player on the field for the Patriots with his four interceptions. Oh, I was not completely wrong. Uh, it was pretty bad. We got we got two more awards. We got the Glendale, Arizona Crystal Ball Award for where the Super Bowl is going to be next year and who's playing in it. You ready for this, boys? Hey, sure. Between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Miami Dolphins. Will, that's not going to – book it. <laughs> book it. Book our plane tickets. We're going. It, it, yeah, if that happens, we're going. 
Matt, we will not be Matt and the the three of us will not be speaking to each other until after the game. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know who I, I've had. Look, that puts me in a terrible position to have to. Man, I mean, I, I, that's one of those that like I would hate to see my team lose, but to know they're losing to Chance's team makes it a little bit better, you know. Um, and lastly, the the final award for the evening. The Childish Gambino Rap Stepfather Award. So let me explain that. That is Childish Gambino has a song called Bonfire. And in that song, he has a line that says, he's rap stepfather. You hate him, but you respect him. So obviously that award is going to Mr. Thomas. I don't know what his middle name is, but for this, we're going to say Thomas Nathaniel Edward Brady, 12. It's actually, what did you say his name was? Thomas Edward Nathaniel Brady, 12, because TB12. Okay, so uh, his actual name is Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Sweet. That's uh, nice. Jersey I have tucked away that nobody knows about. Um, I'm sure that yeah. – But uh, I'm sure that's really funny, but on our end, that definitely faded out before you came in. That just goes with the, my secret shrine I have to Tom Brady. There we go. Um, mm-hmm. No, but because as I've said before, I couldn't stand the guy partially because he ran the AFC and especially the AFC East for years. But the NFL will not be the same without Tom Brady. I respect everything he's done for the game. I respect the drive he has, and I respect the talent. He, Tom Brady is leaving a massive hole in the NFL. He is. Wow, folks. That's the nicest thing I'm going to say. Uh-huh. Maturity. Wow. From Wilson. Interesting. You've heard it here, folks. I got your maturity. Also, uh, there's a special there's a special award here called the most backhanded compliment award, and that goes to Brian Flores after the after the Lovey Smith hire, where he's like, This is a huge step forward in my cause, but also it should have been me. <laughs> did you guys see that? Well, I did. I did. <laughs> He was like, and I mean, his his lawsuit very much has has a place. You know, there needs there needs to be minority the minority representation. The NFL could do a lot more. And he uh, he addressed that. He's like, I'm very happy that a minority man is getting an opportunity to head coach. But then he was also like, also oh, I would have been a better candidate. Oh, and I was like, geez, boy. All right, well, that's one way of doing it. Okay, well, so that is the Willies for 2021, 2022, correct? It is. Mm. Okay. So uh, I, I'm still dumbfounded that, that you just said all those nice things about Tom Brady. And I'm sure you just responded in a really nice fashion. We just couldn't hear it. So on that note, folks, we're going to take one more commercial break. We're going to come in and then we're going to, we're going to get to what you uh, what you came for. That's the prediction for uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, stick with us. We'll be right back. Hey, Master Pitch listeners. This commercial break is brought to you by Matt's Voodoo Shop. Matt's Voodoo Shop will turn Sean Clifford into a Heisman candidate or the Dallas Cowboys into Super Bowl contenders by simply putting our foot in our mouth. Hey guys, Will from the Message Pitch back again with an exciting announcement. The folks over at Mayapop Tires have partnered with Blanker Garages to make sure your car has all the fine-tuning it needs. Coming this fall, Blanker's Breaker Fluid. Blanker's. You'll figure it out. Eventually. All right, welcome back. Thanks for allow- allowing the AS to be here. Uh to get their word in. All right, so we're just going to jump right into it. This is the... the hey, hey, guys. Hey, guys. Yeah? Um, I, I just spoke to the company we use to record. Um, they say I've been way too nice this episode, so that's why my audio has been absolute high garbage. Um, oh, no. But, but what I was saying was um, you guys kept talking about all the nice things I was saying about Tom Brady, which is true, but don't forget all the nice things I said about Joe Burrow tonight, too. That That is... That is- 
which leads me to which leads me to this next point. Oh. Um, we've been so blessed with just great playoff games mm-hmm. that I'm fully prepared for the Super Bowl to be a blowout. Uh, it does look like it could go that way, doesn't it? I do have that fear too. Yeah, yeah, and I I, I don't know. Chance, I, I, you 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 spent a lot of time in St. Louis as a youth back when the Rams were there. Can I ask you a question? Ah, uh, sure. The Rams had one of, if not the best looking uniform in the NFL for a long, long time. Correct. The oh, uh, yeah. They won the Super Bowl in? Yeah. The uh, Roy- royal blue and yellow? Yeah, yeah, the dark blue helmet. Why do they continue to screw with it like, and just completely jack it around? <sighs> Good question. Well, I mean, the, the like dark blue and weird old. Well, that's, uh... they're, they're trying to modernize the, the retro look, and it just doesn't work. It doesn't look good. Yeah. It doesn't. It's I can't those those bone colored uniforms. They look like uniforms that have been washed together for too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of them. Though. I, I mean, yeah, it's a shame. That was a, one of the, you know, premier jerseys in the, in the NFL. They really were, and they just don't look good. It's it's very. I hear y'all talking about sucky-looking jerseys. I assume we're talking about the uh, reject AAF uniforms that the Washington Commanders have now debuted? No. Yeah, we haven't gotten to that yet, but but those are terrible. Yeah, those are really bad. Uh, No, we're talking about the fact the Rams have one of the best uniforms, had one of the best uniforms in the NFL, and they just decided to go in a completely different direction. I'm assuming you're talking. The news logo they have for colors and uniforms looks awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the point we're making. Okay, so shifting gears. So we, Matt, you touched on, or Will, you said something about it. It could be a blowout. Matt, you're kind of, I mean, you're our pro football guy. What are What are you seeing out of it? Well, Will, I'll let you go first. Give me your prediction. Just, I know they won that. You can hear me, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. I I know they won that game when they shouldn't have, and that's what good teams do. But watching Joe Burrow get absolutely pummeled by a great defensive line in in Nashville, as great as I mean the, the Harold Landry, Montez Sweat, all those guys that the Texans have. I'm mean, wow. I'm sorry. The Titans have. They're not Aaron Donald. They're not Von Miller, who looks like the 2015 Von Miller and the 2012 Von Miller. Um, I, I think the Rams win in a blowout. I honestly, because as great as Jamar Chase has been, he's going to get shut or, or I say shut down. They're going to put Jalen Ramsey on him. I don't know. And I know they have other weapons, but the Rams have Cooper Cup, o, OBJ, Van Jefferson. Uh, the freak running back Cam Akers who tore his Achilles and only missed like six months. Um, I, I think the Rams just have too many weapons all over the field on offense and defense. And and it's an 85-degree game. It's going to be 85 degrees at kickoff in L.A. I mean, it's to me, it, it's I think it, this is all coming up aces for the Rams. Do you think that the home, well, the home stadium plays a factor at all? Shout out to NFL memes on Twitter. Last week, they released a, a pretty fire meme, as the kids say, that uh, after the second consecutive year of having a team get to play the Super Bowl in their home stadium, Commissioner Goodell has now announced he will never allow that again. Therefore, all Super Bowls will be played in Dallas. <laughs> Did you guys see that? Yeah. yeah. Shout out, shout out to Jordan. Uh, um, well, what do you think the score is going to be? I'm going to say, and I think I said this at work the other day, 38-14 L.A. Interesting. MVP prediction? I think Cooper Cup will probably get some consideration, but probably because Stafford – I think Stafford will get it because he's the one throwing the cup. And because – I mean, think of that story. Stafford sentenced to life, life in Detroit, a.k.a. death row. Uh, sports death row 
and then escapes and leads his team to the Super Bowl. Um, also, shout out with Stafford playing in the Super Bowl and Eminem getting to do the halftime show. That's the closest Detroit's been to a Super Bowl in a while. Um, also, stole that from Twitter. Um, I think either Stafford or Cup. Um, I just, again, like, I, I think it's great what the Bengals have done. The Bengals have key pieces in the secondary, like Jesse Bates and somehow Eli Apple, who's on, like, his ninth team. Um, but I, I just think the Rams uh, with – I just – I like the Rams. I think they match up better on paper. And I'll take Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald will take up three guys on that offensive line, and that's going to leave Floyd and uh, Miller and other key pieces of that Rams defense. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think that's that's not far off. Matt, you're you're our NFL guy, man. What what are you seeing out of this game? Yeah, I think uh, I think Will really highlighted the the big concern I have for the Bengals is is that offensive line versus those you know, monsters that the Rams have on defense. Um, I do expect a high-scoring game, though. I think it's going to be a shootout that that will go along with this, uh, you know, sensational postseason that we've been able to experience. I, uh, I'm i going to take the Rams. Uh, I, I, it's just on the sole fact of, of that defense. And Matt's, I think Matt Stafford's going to – um, I think he's really going to take this game. He's going to take out the 13 years of frustration into <laughs> this game. Um, that's so a, that's um, that's an interesting point too, because like if Stafford shows up and does like what you say, then yeah. But yeah. also Stafford's the same kind of guy who will go out and throw four picks too. You know, it, which that could be a storyline. No, and, and honestly, Joe Burrow's going into this game playing better. Yeah, um, yeah. I. But I think I think the Rams I, I think the Rams have a better offense compared to the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, better offensive line, uh, run game. Bengals might be slightly better with the running backs, but overall, I think the Rams have a better running game. I think there's there's too many check marks uh, that favor the Rams, but I, at the same time, I don't think this is the last we've seen of Joe Burrow either. So I don't either. I'm I, I'm taking the Rams this game, but again, I I think we're going to see Cincinnati again. I do too. I do too, and I think if they can shore up the defense, they could really be. Because look, Pittsburgh doesn't have a quarterback. The Ravens, I mean, yeah, they've been injured, but they're, you know, they've got their issues, and yeah, the Browns are the Browns. I the Bengals could position themselves to to be a force, not only in that division, but in the conference. Um, I think the only thing that would slow the Bengals up from making a repeat Super Bowl appearance next year is you've got a, a pardon my language here, but you got a pissed off Bills team coming back with how their season ended. Plus, you can never – I know I know it's Andy Reid, but you, you still got the Chiefs. Um, Chance, I, I want to get your opinion on this because this is kind of where I went back and forth. I have more faith on Jalen Ramsey – and Eric Weddle and the rest of that Rams secondary to shut down Jamar Chase and some of their receivers than I do with the Bengals secondary. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you can't compare Jalen Ramsey and Eli Apple in the same, in the same stratosphere. I mean, they're, no. it's, it's two, different, two different talents, caliber talents. So, no, it, it, all, the, all the boxes on defense are in favor of the Rams. Which is ultimately why I think they're going to win this game. I think they'll make more stops than than that than the Bengals will be able to make. Yeah, this better be a more entertaining game than the last time the Rams were in the Super Bowl. That, that was the Super worst Bowl. Super Bowl. Yes, even, absolutely. Even the, even the commercials sucked that year. Like yeah. it was terrible. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. agreed. You hit on something that we're about to jump to, but I agree with you guys. Um, this is one of the few Super Bowls I've seen in my lifetime, like you said, Matt, where there's not a definitive, I want this team to lose, I want this team to win. I like both of these teams. I like the Rams because the L.A. connection, being a Dodgers and a Kings fan. But, as I mean, even as a kid, the, I always thought that the Bengals had the coolest-looking uniforms. And then in 2005, they went to looking like a really bad high school team. And, you know, <laughs> when they've gotten it, isn't the best uh, they've ever had, but it's better. And um, I don't know. I think 
I'm for some reason I just think it's going to be like a 38 to 19 ball game, something like that. Something some random score where both teams Bengals may score first and hold an early lead, and then the Rams they eventually outpace them. Yeah, I can see that. So I think the the two biggest factors, like I said, are going to be the uh, secondaries for both teams and then offensive line for both teams. No, I, I'm, I, you know, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what the uh, what the difference in this game is going to be is Matt Stafford. Either he's going to come out and just ball out and win the game for the Rams, or he's going to come out and look really bad and win the game for the Bengals. I, I think he is the difference maker. Hundred percent. So, okay, so so we've got our picks. We're all picking the Rams, even though we'd be okay with the Bengals winning. What are you guys looking for in the real competition? That is the commercials. Because they have been terrible the last. So everyone seems to be, yeah. It seems lately the the thing to do is like copy what Old Spice has been doing with their, you know, the weird, you yes. know, their weird outlandish commercials they're trying yeah, to. Let play. me let me let me flex the the marketing degree here real quick because <clears throat> yeah. we actually talked about that one year after the Super Bowl. Uh, most companies have got like they don't care if they don't care if you think their commercial sucks and want to like. They just want you to talk about it, which is why they go the weirder the better. Like, what? Remember a few years ago where Nationwide had that commercial where the kid, it was like the voiceover of the kid. And then at the end of the commercial, he was like, What if I told you I was dead? You know, yeah. I was like, Whoa. Like, or last year, whatever company it was where the guy was just sitting in the field. I don't remember that one. Yeah, I don't recall oh, that one either. Pain pills from Wisdom Teeth School. So I really couldn't get on that game. Yeah, I get it. But out of spite, I'm not going to talk about those kind of commercials because I don't like them. <laughs> so I want I want what the golden age of like the early 2000s Budweiser commercials or, or you know, the Bud Light commercials even a few years ago were better. Yeah. Um, and I think I've actually read, though, that they're they're going back to this year. The commercials are going to be more humorous. Than they have been. They are. So I, I don't under I don't know how you guys feel, but you know, like how every year around Black Friday is like Black Friday happens on like a Monday before Thanksgiving. Like it's getting closer to like they move it up every year to where it's not even really like a Black Friday anymore. It's like a week yeah. long thing. Yeah. Have you seen where most companies have already released their Super Bowl ads? Yeah. 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 Budweiser is they're bringing back the Clydesdale horse. It's like a it's it's a really I've seen it. It's a really cool commercial. It's got a dog in it, so of course I'm all about it. Uh, that being said, anytime I see the Budweiser Clydesdale horse, I automatically think of Conan O'Brien <laughs> when he did his skit on it, which still makes me laugh. Um, but I I'm a big movie buff, so like I always like to see the movie trailers that come out. Um, well, The know, Rock is going to be in like four of the seven, so sure. Also giving the the pregame like. Uh, promo for the game on TV. So, how about the halftime show? I know a lot of people are like this sucks, but I'm like, you know what? This is gonna be pretty good. Um, yeah, I don't know many people saying it sucks. All right, here's where my here's where my cranky old man comes in. Uh, if I if I had to take years to sit through freaking Coldplay and Maroon Five that you know scream football, um, I would gladly take Snoop. Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, give me all those. Mary J. Blige, give give it to me. I think that's going to be fantastic. I just want to hear next episode and California Love. You know, I know Tupac is obviously no longer with us, but I feel like you have to play. If if you're going to have Dr. Dre, you have to play next episode. And if you're in L.A., you have to you have to play California Love. I think there's a good chance that happens. Um. I, the last commercial I remember that I'm like, that was a good freaking commercial Super Bowl wise was the Audi commercial where they used David Bowie Starman like right after he passed about the 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 former astronaut who was old and in potentially like non communicating and his son takes him in the car and then lets him drive. That was a really, really good one. That's the last one that I saw that I was like, that was awesome. I think there was one la- – was it the one last year with the, the – I think it was a car commercial, but they used Cats in the Cradle where they, the guy's a like, race oh, car yeah. driver. No, that- he retired to, or was that – maybe that was a few years ago. That was a few years ago. It was uh, 
Uh, Neeks Hunt, yeah. Um, Good one, too. One, one that always stands out to me was, I think it was Miller. Yeah, it was Miller Lite when they did the High Life, when they brought that out. They, instead of paying, like, $10 million for a 30-second ad, they paid $1 million for 31-second ads. And it literally would just pop up, and the guy would go, High Life, and that was the ad. <laughs> like, I mean, it, it was – and their sales, I think, skyrocketed because of it. If we put together all of what we've earned um, hosting this podcast, how much of a Super Bowl commercial could we buy? Average going rate for Super Bowl commercials is like a million dollars. We would need to raise a million (laughs) dollars. So so you know they do the national ads, and then the local places will like hold – ads for local companies so um unbeknownst to me we ran they a few years ago where i worked had me do the voiceover for their commercial because they needed somebody cheap and uh and i happened to fit their price range which was free and uh and did it and it ran during the super bowl so i always thought i you know if i had known that i would have done it differently i'd have been like Something else to look at, www.themessagepitch.com. <laughs> you know, I'll snuck it in there. I'm even kidding. Uh, when I binge Hulu during the day, I think it's Nissan has a commercial. There's a guy that sounds like you. Where? Uh, on Hulu, like I just said. Um, I don't remember. The, if I ever find it, I'll send it to you. But Maybe it is me. Hulu money, though. What? Where's that Nissan Hulu money, and how come you haven't given us any for the podcast? So, anyways, fourth uh, <laughs> here's here. Um, so, I, I'm just hoping it's a good game. It's entertaining. I hope the commercials are good. Like I said, I I had had my wisdom teeth taken out like the Friday. I I, I just hope both teams have fun. I, I I mean, I know you're kidding, but like I I mean, I genuinely hope that's what happens. Honestly, like again, it's not it's not a. It, Honestly, like, it's weird because, like, usually my hate fire has fueled me, and I really want to see, like, like you said earlier, like, you know, there's a team you want to root against. But this year I'm kind of like, eh, you know, indifferent up to whichever team wins. I want to see Stafford win a ring, but it'd also be cool to see the Bengals win, you know? So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it would. It would. Well, guys, I hope it's a great game. I hope wherever you're watching, I feel like Will and I will be in the same place maybe, but – Chance, I hope it. I hope you guys have fun, and, and we'll catch up next week and, and talk about it, and then we'll take a little bit of a break from recording and come back recharged for March Madness. I look forward to it. Yeah, yeah, guys, it, I, it's it's been fun, and uh, I don't really have anything else. What about you guys? Uh, no. Boys, enjoy the game. Eat you some good food. Don't go too crazy. Mm. Will, you there? Yeah. Hey, hey, guys, who's playing in the Super Bowl again? Uh, that would be the, uh, the, the Dolphins and the Eagles. The Super Bowl is the, the two worst teams who get to decide who wins and gets the first pick. Well, uh, so anyways, on that note, thank you for listening. Be sure to check out themessagepitch.com. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, criticisms, or uh, you want to address something Will has said during the broadcast, uh, info at The Message Pitch. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Message Pitch. Thank you. My, my email is drewgrantham27 at gmail.com. Go ahead and send that because that email doesn't exist. <laughs> so anyways, for all of us here at The Message Pitch, I'm Drew you'd like to see in next year's willies uh go ahead let me know i probably will not use it but go ahead let me know all right and i'm matt welcome home james harden fear the beard oh oh yeah that's nice we can talk about that next time all right bet you by the time bet you by the time this gets uploaded he demands a trade somewhere else quite possibly potentially we will see you guys soon